Hey everybody and welcome to episode one of My Sentiments Exactly, season two. My name is Kay and I'm your host. Season two is all about minding mental health and I'm excited to have a special guest, Joe, with me on the show to join the discussion. MSE podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE podcast conversation starters deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. So Joe, um, today we're talking about mental health in men. Um, And I really thought this was an interesting topic to to discuss because I really honestly have never heard um, mental health, self-care, any anything like that um, from a male's perspective. Like it's just something that you don't really hear um, about a lot. Um, so I wanted to talk about first um, five myths that I had found um, reading an article, um, five myths that prevent men from fighting depression. Um, and this was from the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Um, so the first one was that depression equals weakness. Um, so mm. did you have any thoughts on that um, when it comes to um, men dealing with with mental health? Is it true that, you know, depression and any other, you know, mental health um, struggles that is seen as weakness? Yeah, I, I definitely believe so, I, especially especially in men. Um, and I, I do think that it's, you're right. Like it's such, you know, like you, even just sometimes talking about it on the podcast, you know, with myself, sometimes, you know, you, you feel, you know, you feel weak even just talking about it. And, you know, that perspective, anyone that I've ever talked with that is a male that's gone through it, you know, men are always supposed to be the tough ones. Yeah. Always supposed to be, you know, the, 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 just a man, you know. Isn't it weird yeah. that when you like when you just hear that word, it's kind of like you don't even need a definition of a man. But <laughs> gotcha. And, and and it's crazy, but it is. But I think that that's a problem we've kind of mm-hmm. got into within the last you know years, decades, whatever. You know, because for a man to really say that they are you know going through depression, they suffer from depression. I feel like it's an automatic. At least that's just in my eyes sometimes. It's like mm-hmm. that's just an automatic sledgehammer to it you know gotcha. just saying oh wow extremely weak like okay. or they're, they're they're surprised too at the same time sometimes i think people are very surprised that some men do go through that yeah i think like for me like you don't really hear a lot about the struggles you just kind of hear about maybe they have um you know committed suicide or you know something like that so it's i it's interesting that, you know, you don't find out about, you know, any of the symptoms or um, you're not even aware that men are, are dealing with, you know, mental health struggles until, you know, I guess you could say it was it was too late. Correct. 
Yeah, I, I definitely think that's interesting. Um, and another, um, the second myth was a man should be able to control his feelings. So I guess like wow. dealing with mental health struggles is as if like you're out of control. <laughs> yeah, that's not. You're you're always in control, you know, mm-hmm. because a, a lot of it too is so is so much deeper than people ever realize. Like, you that's know, you always you're always gonna take you with you, you know, mm-hmm. no matter no matter where you're going. Like if you're going to a rehab, <laughs> if you're going to the Bahamas, you're, you're going still to get in some sort of control. You always you you always bringing you with you, you know. That's a good way to put it. So for that myth, you would say like, nah. Yeah. Or nah. you agree with it? Okay, okay. Um, the third one was uh, real men don't ask for help. Yeah, that's not true. That's not true at all. Not true. That's, yeah, that's so definitely cool I I definitely wanted to get a, a male's perspective on these um, myths because it's easy to say, you know, when you're you know, you're, and the crazy thing is this was written by a man. <laughs> and, you know, I think I think it's the total opposite, and it's funny. I had a conversation with somebody about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, very recently at my, at, at my job, well, well, kind of, like, not necessarily really asking for help, but doing certain things that the, the, our, our culture and our, and, our, and our world is kind of, like, turned, basically, on men. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, you know how, like, a couple of years ago, if you were if you were to be told that you were to cook for your woman, you probably mm-hmm. looked at it as like a quote unquote like a like a sucker or you're really? you know you, yeah I mean in, in wow. certain cultures you know that's how men are perceived and if you talk to a lot of men, especially that grew up in certain areas, mm-hmm. you know things like that you know and Even same now thing to at, yeah you know down to cooking for their for their lady or you know, um, talking about that they need help in certain situations. There's so many things like that that go into those realms that make a man look weak, you know? Got you. Got you. So it's not so, even seen like you're helping. It's seen as you're weak. That's that's very interesting. Yeah. Um. So you would say, like, men do ask for help. It's just not in a way that society's used to. Is that what you're saying? No, well, I I feel like the real the the ones who do that type of stuff are the real men. So I would okay. say it's a whole okay. total three sixty. I would say okay. those men like that. That to me, that that's a definition of a of a, of real, a real man. You that's you, you ask him, yeah, you want to ask for help. You willing to be the bigger person. You want to cook for your lady. You willing to do these type of things like so that that one percent of men or that twenty percent of men, whatever the case is, <laughs> yeah, you know, those that that's the that's the real men out there. All right. Yeah, I, li- I like that. Yes, that's true. Um, the fourth one was talking about depression won't help. That, no, that's that's, yeah, that's, that's a myth that why yeah. talking about it, it's not going to help anyway. Nah, that's, you know, talking about it to, to me is, is so major. Um, you know, for instance, back to my podcast, you know, I've, I've talked about my, my struggles. Um, I've had mm-hmm. many other men talk about their struggles and Okay. You know, just talking about it sometimes, I feel like is really sometimes such a big weight off of people's shoulders. It is. It is. Yeah. And and it I is. and I know it is because I have people straight up tell me like sometimes people will be a guest on my show and we'll mm-hmm. sit down and, and they're not even like they're not even really looking for a therapy session. 
that they yeah, sit they down. <laughs> yeah, like we end up talking about, like we're, maybe they're a hip-hop artist or there's something else. And, and they end up walking up out of there and they always tell me, like, wow, like that was, you know, I felt comfortable, I was therapeutic. That's and, good. That's good. You, know, like you found that, that men in your, you know, sphere of influence have become more open to talking about it after witnessing you and other, you know, guests on your show talking about it. Yeah, and I and I know it helps. You know, you never want to keep things bottled up inside. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Um, the fifth, the fifth myth was that depression will make you a burden to others. Hmm. <laughs> um, I think I think yes and no with that one. I okay. would say I would say yes to the people who don't know how to handle that type of person. Okay. Okay. Got um, you. You know, it really depends. Like, if you have a friend who just doesn't know how to react and, you know, the person dealing with depression really needs that person. Because sometimes when you're going through it as a man, you you know, or anybody with dealing with depression, like, you do need that other person. You need that support system. So if the person on the other side does not know how to deal with it and they don't know how to be a support system, mm-hmm. then it's, they're going to be a burden. But for the right person, no, it doesn't have to be a burden. It could just be a process. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the those were the five myths um that I really thought was interesting. So I wanted to um get your get your perspective on it. Um so I I wanted you to share um the effect that your mom's um addiction and drug abuse um had on you and your mental health. Um, especially being eight years old, you know, when it started um, what impact did that have on on you and how you saw mental health, you know, and just just all of that? Yeah, um, yeah, like, I, like you're right. I'm eight years old. That's that's pretty much when everything kind of really started with her. I mean, okay. she there was a lot of mental health things going on before that. Anyway, you know, she was a victim of uh, domestic violence with my, my, oh, my father, okay. and you know, so there was always there was other stuff going around. But I that still the drug abuse is kind of what really kicked everything in, at least for okay. her and for me, to really start seeing you know the mental health issues and the depression and the real life type of things. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know like part of me always says it it affected me, but part of it says it doesn't. You know okay. because I never it never I kind of just always rolled with the punches okay. as a kid. You know. Um, I would feel like I was very strong through it, and my mom was very strong through it, and she okay. was very transparent. And okay, also, at the, at the same time, you know, she was still a good mother. You know, she was still, oh, yeah. Yeah. like, raising me, and, you know, we still had a great, amazing connection. So it kind of didn't, you know, like, things affected us because, obviously, she wasn't working. She was sometimes okay. stealing things to make money, and, you know, you go through those situations. But it, I guess yeah. it, it kind of got so normalized in a weird way. I got so so numb to it, but that's how it affected you. You know, like, so it didn't really affect me, you know, knowing it on the surface, I wasn't down and out. And, you know, sometimes I was, obviously, as I got older, when you, you know, you get older and you want to help and you can't help. And that's true. And especially as a man. Yeah. You know, as a a man and as a young child, you know, having to take care of his mother, like I was, yeah. 12 years old, 11 years old, you know, helping my mom through withdrawals or, or yeah. being taken to, to hoods and getting, you know, this stuff with her. And, and you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it was definitely yeah. never easy. It, it gives man of the house, you know, another 
another spin, you know, when you have to step up to that responsibility so fast. Um, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Now, would you say that your numbness was just kind of something that you, like, kind of unconsciously just kind of came into, or do you feel like it was, uh, even if you weren't conscious of it, like a way of coping for you? Yeah, it might have been a way for me, you know, coping. And also, at the same time, I it wasn't the only thing that I was really kind of going through. You know, I was, okay. I was also okay. overweight as a child. I was bullied a lot. You know, okay. I, you know, there were so many things kind of going on at one time that gotcha. I guess in, in, a, in a weird way, my pain couldn't just focus on one thing. It, I got you. Know, that makes so sense. It was like so many different things that I just got pretty kind of used to in a weird way. And I just kept still just getting up, though, just still, you know, dealing with it, kind of going through the motions, um, mm-hmm. you know, with all of it. You know, there was a lot of hard times. And it was and it was like, it was never easy. You know, it wasn't yeah, uh, rolling sure. the park. But it, it, I don't know how, but at, at such a young age, I did get very kind of just, able to just keep getting up through it because I guess because it was just it was life to me at, at that yeah yeah life life goes on <laughs> yeah and and yeah. but at the same time it was just it was kind of what I was used to it was like okay. one thing kept happening another thing was happening it was in a weird way it was like this is life like this is just this is what I'm going through you just kind of got to go gotcha. through it didn't even kind of put too much thought into it gotcha yeah that, that, that sense? Sense. yeah that makes sense um, so have you, are you dealing with any, you know, mental health struggles now? Um, yeah, I mean, I always, I always go through it, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, like I always do cause it's, it's kind of, it's waves, you know, it's waves of it because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you're going through it, you're, you're, you're numb, you're fine, you're good, everything's fine. But then all of a sudden something hits you and, you know, you're not fine and you're not good. Yeah. Yeah. I, or I, like you find yourself like now processing things that you didn't get a chance to, you know, when you, when you were younger. Yeah, kind of. I mean, like, I, I, it's definitely gotten better, definitely gotten better. And I've a way better from, you know, recent years. And, mm-hmm. and even from when I was a kid, like when I was a kid, I just, I didn't want to go to school. I dreaded going to school. I hated it. And then I didn't also want to go home because mom was got on drugs. You. Got so you. it was, it was yeah. always like, didn't want to go somewhere. Didn't want to do this. Didn't want to do that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I couldn't, really control too many things it was but you know as I've gotten older I've learned how to kind of channel it I've learned what you know okay makes it better what makes it you know not um Mm -hmm. and I'm around people now that that don't make me feel that way you know I make sure I keep my environment you know better um accountability yeah accountability is huge support system you know I always say we're better together you know we're stronger together so I yeah. make sure that I keep myself around the people that I love, the people that I feel love me. Mhm. So in and, addition to accountability, um, what would you say are some ways that you manage, you know, your mental health and, you know, just try to stay on top of that as a man? Especially? Yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. self, self-assessment to me is really key. Okay. Yeah. Um, once I really started focusing on that, that's when it was less depression, less bad times, okay. less, 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 you know, moments of really just not wanting to be here. You know, mm-hmm. so for me, it was always, 
my, my thing was always never feeling good enough. I never, okay. I never, I never felt good enough. I never felt worthy because it was just like, you know, those things, those things like bullying. Why would I get bullied? You know, I, uh-huh. I, 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 maybe I wasn't a good enough person, so I was getting bullied. Or my mom wouldn't give drugs because I just wasn't, I wasn't good enough. I didn't matter enough for her to get clean. Wow. You know, all those things, like, those were always what was running through my mind going through the depression, you know? Like, yeah. why am I not being making friends with these people? Am I not good enough? Why am I gotcha. being passed up by this girl? Am I just not good enough? It was like, all it those always things kind of led. Yeah, it always went back to that. So I think once I started focusing on really me and who I am and the self-assessment and kind of just digging deep, yeah, and it, you know, that's when things started switching. Like, you know, started thinking about my dreams and thinking about my goals and really thinking mm-hmm. about what are my values, what are my priorities. Yeah, yeah, which is very huge, especially when it comes to values because – those insecurities, not feeling that you're good enough, comes from, like, a deeper need. Like, what void am I trying to feel? Like, that automatically makes me think that I'm not enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I I would say assessment is is huge. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a lot easier than people people think, you know. And, you know, we we go through so many different things in life, right? So we kind of just, you know, a lot of us do get numb to things, and, you know, you get – distracted by things, you work, you, you have, you know, jobs, you have kids, you have families, right? So you forget, you forget about who you are. And of you course. just, you, you just, yeah, all you know is your circumstance. All you yep, know, all is, you know is your circumstances there. and who you are to everybody else. Exactly. But, you know, I had to, had to dig deep. Like I had to, I quit my, my job. I was making, I was making pretty good money at the time. I was making like 60 grand a year. So I was pretty good for the wow. moment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I quit. I just quit and I just went. I did full-time Uber where it was a risk. Yeah, I, was, wow. I knew I was going to make good money. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to do this because I needed that mental clarity. I needed to kind of kind of get back to Joe. You know, I feel like I wasn't okay. myself. And, like, really myself. Yeah, I was always me. I never switched up for anything. But I wasn't, yeah. you know, something was missing. So once I started doing that, I still stayed around people. I still had that accountability. still had that support system. But I was kind of able to. You just had to take some time just for you. Yeah, like just to be in my own head more um, mm-hmm. and doing that, you know, I realized, wow, like I love art still. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just when yeah. I was eight years old or seven. It wasn't just a phase. I love art. I love creating. I love writing. You know, I love, you know, talking with people. Like those things as a kid that you love to do, you just forget about when real life happens. You so, really do. You really you know, do. Self-assessment will kind of connect those dots with you to who you are and what you're currently doing now. And then you can kind of, you know, Fix things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it comes around full circle. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, now now that I understand that, now that I've done it, now that focus is always there. Like, And, you know, it's kind of like a ball. You know, once you get that ball rolling, you know, and you put, mm-hmm. it's going down a hill, it just keeps going and going and going and going. I mean, sometimes you're going to have little things here and there, little road bumps, little speed bumps, you know, and it happens. You just got to get over those little bumps. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So, Self-assessment, accountability. Was there anything else? Um, that's, that's I mean, those cover it. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to really, to, to really help me get through it, that that's usually it. And, you know, yeah, those are good. people and creating and, you know, adding value. Like, what, a lot of what I do, you know, I try to add value in people's lives and, you know, through mm-hmm. the business and personally. And that, and that helps me, too. I, I kind of. Helping others. 
yeah, it, it really does. Yeah. Fulfill, it really does fulfill me. Um, and just doing really what I want to do, you know, like gotcha. living the life that I want to do. Obviously, you know, not a millionaire. If you can't, we got to have the nine to five job and things like that. Yeah, but yeah. At, at the same time, it's like that job. It's with an environment that I want to be around. That's healthy gotcha. for me. The second that environment switches, and the second that environment is not something I enjoy doing for eight hours a day, I will switch it. I will leave. Got you. Got you know, you. so it's, it's kind of those things, you know, just making sure all my environments are healthy. You know, yeah. the people I'm speaking to, you know, the, the, if I'm dating a girl, like her, everything, it all kind of matters. Um, yeah, it does. All, it does. That's definitely important. Yeah, all those different environments. Yeah. So I wanted you to um, share a little bit um, about your your business, Therapy Without a Degree. I know when I um, first came across your um, Instagram profile, I thought that was just so, <laughs> I thought that was so, um, that was such a neat name, uh, Therapy Without a Degree. So if you just, you know, want to talk about your business and, and what you do, um, you definitely have freedom to do that. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for for liking the name, you know. Um, yeah, it's so cool. It's, it's very catchy. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, because, me, a lot of times, you know, when I was going through it and I was going through those times, a lot of times I really just needed someone to talk to because, yeah, you know, between not feeling good enough, another thing that comes to my mind is always, I always felt alone, you know, lo- being lonely and, mm-hmm. and just not feeling good enough. That was really it. But yeah. people don't understand that those two things could, could drive you crazy. You know, uh, when yeah. you feel alone, like, you know, yeah. I didn't have any brothers or sisters growing up. You know, I had okay. my mom that was high in the other room, you know, okay. so it was like my friends were, yeah, my mom was the best friend when she was good and when she was okay, but if not, I was, you know, you had action figures and, you know, toys. Yeah, you were an old child. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, so many, and then also, you know, I was bullied through school, so in school I was, I yeah. felt alone. You know, yeah, I had friends growing up as I was getting a little older, but it's like you're not around them all the time. And That's when you true. have all these things going on in your, in your life, That's true. you know, when you are alone, you, you kind of stop and you and you think about it. And if, when you're at such a young age and you're a kid, you don't know how to deal with it. So yeah. those moments alone, you don't know how to kind of talk through your feelings. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's so being, being alone and having that alone feeling most of my life and having that not good enough feeling, I was like, wow, you know how many people in the world that are like that? And even as an adult, mm-hmm. like sometimes you just you just need someone to talk to, like anonymously. Like exactly. Some just perspective sometimes, just from from anything. If you just need someone to talk to about whatever, just to be around, you know. So that was kind of the, the start of it. Um, like okay. That it was in my head. That 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 seed was always planted in my head. But then I had an Uber ride while doing Uber, and I had a customer who just. You know, needed to ask me some perspective. He needed some perspective from me. He needed some okay. advice. So I told him what I thought. And I was like, wow, like, you know, he he really didn't have anybody else to, to tell that to because of what yeah. the situation was. You know, he couldn't have told his wife. He couldn't have told the people he worked with. Gotcha. So I was like, wow, what if we, if we set up a podcast that people could just commit topics anonymously and we just kick it and give our advice and, you know, I feel like yeah. that, that is huge with, with someone with, you know, with depression that's going through it. Yeah, yeah, it is. And especially being able to submit it anonymously. That yeah. way you're not able to, you know, talk about it around certain people. 
you're still able to get help and to get answers. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no judgment, you know, so that's really the start of it. And but the whole brand is really just my version of therapy. You know, it's you know, yeah. we do these art events, you know, art is therapy. Some people oh, most art, definitely. Yeah, some people art is gonna be their therapy. Some people music is gonna be their therapy. So what I wanna do is I'm creating a, a business and a platform to just cover all different aspects of our unconventional therapy that we you know, we could have for people. Yeah. So some some people are gonna wanna talk. Some people are not going to want to talk. Some people, That's you true. know, X, Y, and Z, never know. Yeah. So I just want to just create ways to just help any possible way we can while having fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I I love that. I think I think that's amazing, and I think it's, it's definitely needed. Um, have you seen – I know we had talked about it earlier, how you've seen, you know, men coming around more because you are – you have made that platform to, to share – um, but I'm sure you've you've hosted, you know, men on your show. Like, what kind of response have you seen from the male community um, with this? Like, have you seen more male response than than female, or you know, what 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 about that? Um, it, it's definitely a good amount of both. But I will say, okay. I will say I'm surprised at the, at the amount of men. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I am. I will say that I am surprised about the amount of men that are. Starting to come, and not really surprised because I know men go through it. So I don't mean yeah. surprised like that. I'm just saying like I'm. It's getting to that point now that I've been doing this for a little bit, like mm-hmm. three. We're about three years in that now. It's now we're getting a good amount of men coming up to us and and really just kind of talking about things. And I like it. I like the way it's really going. So yeah, you know, that's awesome. I don't really know surprises the way. I mean, we all going through something, and that that's of another course. big of part of the brand is just that like I know we all we Everybody. all got something going on. Mm-hmm. Everybody. But it's the fact of that, you know, we don't we don't talk about it and we don't showcase it. You know, on exactly. social media, you know, you showcase the good stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah, there yeah, there's some people who rant and, and talk about the bad stuff and I think that's fine. You know, maybe they need an outlet. Yeah, that's true. That's really you know true. it's just I, I want I want us to be able to talk about it more so you could see like wow, it's not just me. You know, I'm yeah. not the only one who who has that feeling. You know, this guy does too. You know, and, and it don't matter the, the race. It don't matter where they're from. It don't matter mm-hmm. anything, their age. Their, it could be 80 years old, 20 years old. It could be white, black, Spanish, short hair, brown hair, purple. I mean, it doesn't matter. We <laughs> yeah. all, I mean, not just, like we all going through it. And we of all course. got something going on. Yeah, some people are worse than others. But we all have that, you know, feeling sometimes when you're hurt, hurt is hurt. No matter what you Most are, definitely. no matter who you are, Most you know, and and we all going through. It. So I wanted yeah. to just kind of just get somewhere where people can kind of see that, as well as yep. help people, and we all kind of help each other at the same time. Yeah, I love that. Now, do you feel like you're gonna just stick with the podcast, or do you hope that it'll expand into something else? Like, what are your hopes for therapy without a degree? Yeah. Um. Well, you know, we we've been doing a lot more events. You know, okay. so we definitely have a lot more of that coming up. Um, okay. You know, we do a lot of visuals. Um, you know, down down the line, I mean, I'm, we're now we're starting to get more into the, you know, the substance abuse and helping people with that and creating platforms and kind of breaking things up individually, you know, that we all kind of feel like we could help with. Like yeah. me, I, I really want to start helping more people that are, you know, dealing with substance abuse and drug abuse because I don't want them to pass away like my mom did. And I don't want them to deal with it. I, yeah. I want... I, I want to be able to change that. And I feel like that's why I went through that. 
I, that's another okay. thing that kind of really yeah. helped, you know, back to your question before about, you know, what kind of helped is that once, once I started doing the math and once I started seeing why, like, I know for sure that the reason why I went through that with my mom was because I have to help out X amount of people. Like, I, I feel like that's what I'm destined for. Like, I feel like I, I went through the bullying because I have to help kids now that are getting bullied. Or I have yeah. to help kids that are about to bully kids. Like, I, I went through that so I can now guide others. Like, it's kind of like a sacrifice. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. sacrifice X amount of years. You sacrifice mom. Guess what? I sacrificed mom so I could feel it, so I could really understand, so I don't have to judge. And now, Got guess you. what? Maybe now I help so many more. Yeah, which definitely takes self-assessment. <laughs> yeah, that, that takes a lot of self-assessment to get to that point. Um, yeah, to, to kind of understand the, the, yeah. the, the math and the equation, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just how I see it. It may be right, maybe wrong. Well, who knows? Some of them may not believe believe it. They have their own beliefs, but I'm at that point where that's what I believe now. I believe now yeah. that you know every single thing was for a reason, and every single thing was for me to. To, to, to really grasp and to learn and to, you know, figure out, as, I, as I'm still figuring out, you know, as we all are. But yeah. it's now just to now serve and just to help others that are going through the same thing. Yeah, most definitely. I'm, I'm so glad that you were able to, to get to that point and use your experience to, you know, now help others, um, yeah. in, you know, instead of becoming, you know, because it's easy to become spiteful and, um, you know, you just want to be victim forever you know but it definitely takes courage and it takes a lot of self-assessment to get to the point where you are using your um, experience as a platform to help other people Um, so I I think that's incredible Um, so before we go um, if you had one piece of advice that you could give um, men who are you know struggling with mental health issues um, what's one thing that you would tell them um, really, that it's kind of simple, but it to me it makes a lot of sense. Okay. That that it really is just going to be okay. And good. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay that you're going through it. Like, and it's not the end of the world. You know, it's okay. You just have to trust the process. Like, know that it's okay. Know that, you know, at the end, there's going to be a better tomorrow, no matter how corny it sounds, no matter how cheesy it sounds. It's really going to be yeah. okay. You just have to trust it. Have to trust the process, learn from it, and go from there. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, so I wanted to, you know, just thank you for agreeing to, you know, come on and to share mental health, you know, awareness and all of that from a male perspective. Um, I, I'm hoping that, you know, men will tune into this and that they'll, it'll help them, but then it'll also help, you know, women know, you know, what's what's really going on and how how we can, you know, help and um, not not seeing it as you all don't have any issues, but maybe there's a way that you go about addressing it, you know, and things like that. So thank you for being willing to just come on and share, share your experience with, with your mom and about your business. Um, I really appreciate it. No, thank you very much for, you know, bringing me on here. I appreciate it. Can't wait to listen to more episodes. Yeah, so thank you to everyone for tuning in and make sure that you – Connect with Joe on social media. Did you enjoy this episode? I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. 
One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starter Stick, available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms, share with a friend, and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE Podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms, bygracenp.com, and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.